Oh, Jesus. Anyways. You called? Yes, yes, Jared. What? What? Oh, <laughs> hey, Zeus. Jesus. Well, the first time you call my name right, so I got to respond to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Truth is that Jared really worships Jesus. He's not really, he's a positive Jesus worshiper. So that's why he feels uncomfortable calling me Jesus. You know, he I believes have, in white Jesus or black Jesus, but one of those Jesus he believes in. Yeah, white some, Jesus. No, it's definitely white Jesus, or we wouldn't be having pumpkin <laughs> spice. My grandparents had a had a white Jesus uh, picture up in part of that. Yeah, house. you probably have that same picture. <laughs> there was lambs in it too. With his, you know, it was in the bathroom too. It always made me feel awkward when I dropped a deuce out there. Hi Jesus, while dropping a deuce in a hundred degree weather in Stockton, California, in the darkest household you ever seen. With no lights on ever. <laughs> Dope and gum commercial out here. Powell here trying to look like he's on my little league team, bro. You on the Brewers? <laughs> I'm reporting. I'm reporting. I, you know, I can't do my my segment today, Jared. I'm happy to see y'all. Uh, I am reporting live from the Crescent City Jungle Ball League playoffs, and uh, we got our second half of our doubleheader uh, coming up in about ten minutes. And we got the Marlins and Gators in the seventh inning in a one-run game. How come that field looks better than any field out here in California, man? Because living life in blue state sucks. <laughs> I might have to agree with you, man. At least like New Orleans, they know how to take care of their grass, man. Man, we got char grilled oysters out here. We got uh, got a DJ. That's, you guys had a DJ uh, just, on the field. Reporting live, just 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 showing, huh? You guys had a DJ out at the field. Well, it's New Orleans, man. We give you surprises. Not a live band out there playing. <laughs> <laughs> earlier earlier today, like this group of like ten dudes on uh, horseback like came and like uh we're just like chilling watching the game on horseback down the left field line <laughs> you know, see, I, like, I like new orleans once you get away from the french quarter you really get a nice piece of new orleans exactly we in holly grove right now so what's the demographic down there what's the demographic of players right now man it's the no it's the 504 you already know what it is <laughs> so is this an example of black people saving Baseball. Hey, pal, are you pitching today? I already pitched. I pitched the first game. How did it go? How did you fare? Four innings. My elbow feels like trash. Um, my deuce was working, actually. And by the sixth inning, I wasn't throwing very hard. I was just kind of <laughs> locating my fastball. And, and I hit. I come high and tight to this guy and hit him in the shoulder. And as he's walking to first base, I'm like, yo, you good? Like, you know, I just, I just lost that one. And, uh, and this dude looked at me, and he was like, my daddy hit me harder than that. And then just goes to first base. So I was like, damn, all right, fine. <laughs> damn. Can we already start the show? We've been here. We, oh, we had it started already. Jay Zeus, I need a letter. G. G. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High School 510 podcast. You can catch us at High School 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. 
Uh, you can also email the show at highscore510.fans at gmail.com. And we are here with... Uh, this is Aaron Grayson III, also known as AG3, coming at you faster than Tory Lanes, putting out an album to admit his innocence. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And we are also here with... Hello, everybody. It's your friend, the captain, Captain P-Funk. Still trying to find a way to uh, get out this driving situation. I'm getting tired. I'm getting old. It's hard to stay up at night. No, he ain't no real junkie. Sure, he shoots up now and then. But I don't think he got no more than about a 20 or $30 a week habit. <laughs> and we are here with Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, or Jesus, it's fine. Just call me fucking Jesus. Right on. Spread your cheeks and lift your sack. And my name is Jared, AK. Oh, we got to invite. Oh, sorry, sorry, Darius. And we are here with. Darius. Fuck. Fuck you. Ah. Who was that? <laughs> uh, that was a Darius. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Jared. <laughs> DJ Art for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Well, you know, Puffy, like you, I can't stop. I won't stop. I don't even know how to stop. Jesus, man, you're back. Our Miami correspondent is back. It's been a few months since you uh, peeked in and said what's up to us. So, um, yeah, man, how things, how's life with you? It's good. It's good. Got to go to Miami during the whole coronavirus bullshit. Got a cheap ticket, so I went. How did how was that? How did that go? How was the 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 vibe in Miami when you went out there? People didn't give a fuck. They weren't wearing masks. They weren't wearing masks, and by the time I went, I, so I went to New York from Miami. By the time I went to New York, Florida was like number three or one of the highest states mm -hmm. with coronavirus cases. Yeah. They were getting like 4,000 4, cases a day in Miami. <laughs> oh, shit. So when you went down there, were you like super paranoid or were you just like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to, you know, roll with it? I got on a fucking plane. Does it sound like I was paranoid? <laughs> 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 I took a flight because it was like round trip ticket, like $60 or some shit. Did it sound like I was paranoid? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I got a little sick when I was in Pennsylvania, some symptoms like corona, but... I didn't go get tested. Fuck it. I dealt with it and it was good. Okay. You bounced back from that. So you good. You, everything's good. Yeah. You know, I was getting night sweats and fucking <laughs> fatigue and headaches for like three or four days, but then I was good. Okay. That sounds like Rona. I was messing around with the Rona back in January. And I mean, <laughs> I was coughing and hacking and nobody knew what was going on. Your old lady said, man, are you dying? Why do you keep waking up out of your sleep coughing? They were saying the first wave of, of Corona came late fall. And like the first week of January, I got some symptoms of it also. And the weird thing is I was coughing up a lot and no phlegm was coming out. Exactly. I thought it was the weirdest shit. And I'm like, this is so weird. Why am I coughing so hard? So then I was thinking when I feel better, you know, that's when the phlegm comes up as you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. I started feeling better and no phlegm came out ever. And I'm like, that's some weird ass shit. So I might have cut the corona twice. 
Hey man, you know, I just heard that the best way to fight Corona was bucket naked. Mm-hmm. And then you just gotta get, go get that milk from the. Dennis! You'd be all good, baby. You'd be all good. Um, get a lot of sun. Get some sun. Get some sun. Even yeah, sunshine. Sun is good. Uh, Adaris, how are you doing? Fuck you. Ah. Sorry, Darius. Sorry. We'll come back to you. Damn. <laughs> Jared, I want to do it's the ultimate troll. When I'm <laughs> ultimate troll. Jared loves you. Darius. That's why Jared fit perfectly in this society because he'll just keep trolling me. <laughs> Let me tell you this if we don't do the tasting before three o'clock, I ain't doing the shit. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It is, it is pumpkin spice season, my friends. It is pumpkin spice season. So, what we're going to do is we are tasting one of our seasonal delights from Pete's Coffee. And I think uh, Pedro got something from Dunkin' Donuts or something no, like that. No, no, I actually got it from Starbucks. Oh, oh God. step it up. Oh, hey, that is a, that, you know, Starbucks is a white woman's kryptonite, I heard. Young, beautiful, white woman kryptonite. Actually, I, I, a lot of times uh, I see women, I pull up to the Starbucks, I look for women digging through their purse, and I pull up and be like, hey, baby, you want me to get you that latte? Phone number. And they're all beautiful white women. I think you guys only go to Starbucks in some really white areas because I don't see it. It's all white women at Starbucks, bro. There be some hey, color in there. Nah, man, you go to Pete's. I never seen a Pete's full of black people. Never. Exactly. But I'll see Starbucks never. full of black people and Mexican people. I can, I can never go, I've been to Pete. quite a few Starbucks full of black people. The workers, everybody in the motherfucker, everybody's black. Folks. Everybody shopping. Yeah. I'm but, the same way, dude. I don't know where what what Starbucks are you going to, Jerry? Must be Dude, all. Dude, go wired. to the one on Emeryville right here, the one next to the Home Depot. Have you been to Starbucks in Walnut Creek? Of course, it's gonna be full of white people. You going to Have Starbucks you been to Walnut Starbucks Creek? in Concord? Have you been to Star- Starbucks in Surprise? Man, you can find some very lonely white women there. <laughs> Dude, you got. I'm talking. I, I don't. I don't stand by your comment that Starbucks is as white as like like full of white women. I go to one on Solano. Beautiful white woman. Milano is an all white. That's the rich fucking part of Berkeley, dude. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. That's so by the so, hills, all the fucking houses selling for two point five million. You gonna talk about I'll, that? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We already went over this. We already broke it down. Last time Jesus was on last year, we talked about it. We went over an article that broke down the demographics of people that go to Starbucks, and it is primarily <laughs> beautiful white women. This is also true because I was hanging out in those Starbucks parking lot looking for white women and that's the first time I experienced police brutality. <laughs> hey Negro, leave this neighborhood and turn that jungle music down. You're not impressing nobody around here. So so hold on Pedro, so why would you go to the parking lot of the Starbucks and not the parking lot of Pete's? I just now learning about this so I'm going to start this practice at Pete. You need to go to the Pete's on 4th Street, huh Aaron? Yeah. Yo, I don't even fight women that white women that attractive, but some fine ass white women be going to Pete's. Jared, Jared, you down less than ten minutes to start this damn thing. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why then. I'm gonna tell you why, Jared. I'm gonna give you credit. I ain't gonna throw you under the bus like some people might, Jared. I'll be real. I know that you look when it comes to working at camp or the school. When you gotta wake up, you wake up. You wake up early in the morning. I will give you that. You will wake up for that. Right. But see, unlike the rest of us who still like kind of maintain to that same wake wake up schedule, even on the weekend, 
But guess what? I was up early this morning. So drinking a coffee at three in the afternoon is not what I want to do. Hey, I'm with Aaron. Let's taste this fucking coffee already, man. All right, all right, all right. We'll get to the coffee. So Aaron's not up yeah, with yeah, the jitters. Future, future, future things. If you're gonna do taste testing, don't do coffee this late. <laughs> you know what can help with that? With those caffeine jitters of staying up late at night. What? You eat like some some heavy starch. It could be a complex carbohydrate. I know. And then I know. Jerk off. Itis. And then jerk <laughs> off. Then jerk off. Lays you out, bro. Just lays you. Hey, since you already talking about every day, every day of this week. <laughs> Talk about every day this week. Yeah, very hard nut on. After eating some starch, you're gonna knock the fuck out. You talking out. about every day this week, cases? It's the reason my sleep apnea mask has not come on when I got to bed. Adarius, Adarius just got back in the chat. Adarius over here, like. So what did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is the Jared trolling episode, man. Jared gonna troll this. <laughs> Uh, and what the hell are you drinking, Jared? Are you tasting the coffee before any of us? I needed some caffeine. I had caffeine today. I told you. See, he stay up. See, this is why. Hey, this is my last coffee taste test, Jared, from the show. You better taste test some other shit. You would have been better doing the pumpkin spice macaroni and cheese. Uh, that's what I want to get it to next, but I, I got to mail that out. But, but no, we, all you got to do is tell us ahead of time and we can go well, buy the no, shit. No, I'm what trying about? to figure out how we got off of schedule anyways. I said spunk. Pumpkin spice candles. Yeah, the, the, getting glade. I was gonna ask y'all all, all to go out and buy them, but I, I knew I, I couldn't waste no money on. I know, I know some people didn't want to spend money on pumpkin Man, spice. Pumpkin spice you can go to any of the big Rosses. Get you. A, I don't. Don't trigger air. Talk about Ross. I'm about fucking a Ross, dude. <laughs> if I go to Ross, I need to drink a cup of coffee before I go in and take two Tylenol. Is it oh, just look. you know people working there are angry, dog? They just pissed. <laughs> Motherfuckers are pissed in there, dude. Always. It could be empty. Like I went, I showed up yet. I got me a pair of nice Pumas white for like 30 bucks. It was like nine or ten in the morning. It was fucking empty and they were still pissed. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm of the belief that at least 25% people that looted Ross also work there. (laughs) (laughs) And their whole thought wasn't to get shit, it was to try to get other people to burn shit down. Like, shit down. All you gotta do is, is find a beautiful white woman, follow them into TJ Maxx, get your pumpkin spice candles. <laughs> TJ uh, Maxx. The white women who work in Ross are a fucking bunch of characters, that's for sure. <laughs> According They're to more Jay. hood than the black girl. They're more hood than the black people working there. Like, what the fuck is this shit? According to Jerry, Lululemon, they look totally different. You put them in Lululemon, all of a sudden they looking like Kate Hudson and uh, and Selena Gomez and all them other bitches. Hey, we got seven minutes left before Aaron doesn't taste it. <laughs> you got seven <laughs> minutes and I'm tired. All right, it is pumpkin spice season, my friends. And we are doing a tasting of some pumpkin spice beverages from our local Pete's and Starbucks. Let's go around real quick and uh, tell us what you got. And then we're going to taste it. And then you just tell us how it tastes and how you enjoyed it or if it was if it was satisfying. OK, so let's start with Aaron. Uh, you want to present us with what you picked up? Yeah, I picked up. the. Uh, I went ahead. I went to Pizza Emeryville and picked up a, Mike, a maple spice cold brew oat latte. Now, I'm just going to tell you. Thing. This cup was full. I put it in my fridge. How did I lose three fourths of it? What? <laughs> oh, the ice melted. The ice made. I, didn't get, I got oh, no ice. I got no ice. I got no whipped cream. It doesn't come with cream, and I got no ice. Aaron must have blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, six minutes. All right, Pietro, what did you pick up? 
Okay, so I got some. Um, I got a famous Starbucks uh, blend, the fall blend. You know, oh, also right. added a little bit of um, Newtons. Is it Newtons? Pumpkin Newtons spice. Milk? Oh, Newtons milk, pumpkin spice um, flavor into it, and it just reminds me of that time that um, that white lady told my wife, "Hey." I never had a black man before. What's it like? <laughs> wait, wait. We supposed to taste it right now? <laughs> you don't have to. You can if you. Want. Jesus, what do you have? So I got a a hot coffee pumpkin latte, mm-hmm. and I drank half of it, and it was really good, hot. So then I brought it home and I put it in the freezer so I can have it cold now. Cause I don't like cold coffee drinks. They taste nasty as fuck. The sweetness of cold drinks, I don't like it. It's pretty nasty. You don't okay. like the sweetness of a nice Alaskan cold white woman? No. If I drink cold, <laughs> if I drink cold coffee, it's gonna be a cold brew with no sugar, oh. or iced coffee with no sugar, no cream, just black. Look, Jesus, you missing out. You gotta come to Colorado. Have <laughs> several white women. If they're freezing cold around November. If you get a wintry kiss from them, it's like a, a fresh breeze that goes through your body mm-hmm. to make you forget about all are you, the. Are you married? Are you married? I don't think that shit. I don't think huh? that shit worked for Kobe Bryant. <laughs> we, <laughs> what'd you say? Are you married? Are you married? Are you married? Oh no, no, I'm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, damn it! Your wife listens his ass to this off. show. Your wife he listens married. to this show. Fuck. He married Jesus, and his wife ain't white. <laughs> Farthest thing from being white. It'll be killing that. <laughs> like, let me put it like this, Jesus. Let me put it like this. Lawrence Taylor and Mike Tyson are closer to being white than his wife is. Damn. Mike Tyson. That's how, that's how. She probably so black, she probably wear her face mask under uh, under her nose like most black people do. She's so right. black, she stole my car yesterday. Shit, hold your car. Hey, Jerry, you down three minutes. You better hurry the fuck up. All right, let me, I'm just trying to... Well, I picked up a cold brew pumpkin latte from Pete's. Why don't we go ahead and just give it a taste and let's give our uh, appraisals on what you think. And hey, Zeus, you can give us an appraisal on the cold versus the warm. Oh, this is... Mm. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Pete's sponsorship. Yes. Oh. That's that's quite delightful. Well, I'll go first. Um, Mike, ice, ice brew, uh, pumpkin latte, uh, I will say is... Um, quite tasty it's uh it's it doesn't taste too pumpkiny it actually has a robust uh latte espresso flavor to it the coffee flavor to it with a hint of the pumpkin so i appreciate that it's not overly saturated with some kind of syrupy pumpkin flavor um and it tastes more like a traditional latte with a hint of pumpkin so i I, i'm digging it um i might have to try the hot one next how about you aaron uh, you know, it's actually kind of good. It's kind of good. I know the oat milk has a good flavor to go with it. The, um, <laughs> even though I don't know why it's called oat milk. You know, it's not really milk, but we'll call it that. Um, you know, they make milk from everything now. They got all kinds of seeds and nut milks and everything. Hey, hey you know, I had some chicken milk the other day. And <laughs> milk and chicken. I just took the chicken meat and just kept mashing it, mashing it, mashing it, and missed some liquid. Guess what? I got chicken milk. <laughs> 
Not chicken broth, chicken milk. <laughs> they just call it whatever the hell they want. It's not oat milk, man. Milk is coming from a mammary gland, dude. Anyway, um, it was actually kind of good. It was shocking. The first taste, I was like expecting pumpkin. It's like in between a pumpkin maple flavor, which is weird. It's more maple, but it's not super strong. Pete's do a good job of like not using all these synthetic flavors just to kind of shock you. And yeah. you like, man, oh, that is pumpkin. Like it tastes overly like pumpkin or overly maple. Now it tasted like a little hint of maple with, you know, Pete's do a good job with a cold brew too. So it's already good coffee. And then when you throw in that little hint, it just helps it out more. Yeah. Okay. Jesse. You. How's your uh Yeah, what up? Warm? I tried it cold and it was a lot better than I thought it would be. It it wasn't too sweet and it wasn't overbearing with the pumpkin taste. And plus, if you do get a sense of pumpkin spice, it doesn't taste synthetic like the Starbucks one. Mm-hmm. Tasted very synthetic and overly sweet. This is really good. I wouldn't buy a pumpkin normally, or probably I would never buy it again. But I, at the same time, I don't feel like I wasted my money. So oh, that's good. That's good. That's a good that's way good. to appraise it. Okay. I, I almost had a hard time not finishing it so I can put it cold. But then I controlled myself <laughs> and then I put it in the cold. And I had the same experience right now. I was trying to stop myself from finishing because if I finish this damn coffee, I'm going to be up like a fucking one in the morning or two. Same here. Same here. I, I kept sipping. I was like, oh, shit, I can't put it down. <laughs> then I just had to force myself. I drank half yeah. of what was in it. Oh, yeah. shit. Piedro, the one dissident who is not having Pete's, but is instead having the competitor, the white woman kryptonite at Starbucks. How is your pumpkin latte? Now my pumpkin latte, it t- it tastes a little a little strong. Now I'm I'm shocked that even coming out of a pot a coffee pod, it was um, strong enough to be or bold enough to be presented as a fall flavor. Um, I'm actually surprised by the taste. But as we come to the competition, if you want to get a cheaper, if you're trying to look for a cheaper or a, um, a white woman that's that's probably on the county or that can relate to little cheaper uh, or you know just on a budget. You want to go with uh, pumpkin spice from Great Value. That'll get any low-income white woman. If you go to Walmart and you see she has on her pajamas, come up to her and say, hey, let's have a night together with some great value pumpkin spice. And she's never been in a world like that before. It has all the natural flavors and artificial flavors and put her right back in that government state of mind. So you just tell her, hey, these ingredients are sugar, hypercarbonate, coconut oil, glucose syrup, dry milk, instant coffee salt, modified uh, sodium castanate. Oh, shit. Sodium phosphate. <laughs> all, it's got all the fates. So when you just go when to the girl and be like, girl, it's fate. Were you trying to impress any low-income white woman? It doesn't matter. As long as you're black 
in that look like some cheap ass that's what it that's what it is Pedro you're into the low income white girls yeah you just get the low income white girls it doesn't take it doesn't make it doesn't take much to impress them. He liked the ones that he can impress the mom just by buying two bags of groceries at Safeway. Yeah. Exactly. You like the white women living in the trailer and shit? That's your type? That's your go-to? Hey, I got a pickup truck. They need to move. Right. Pedro, that pumpkin spice stuff you had in your hand, it looked like it looked like it was cheaper than every one of our drinks we had. Dude, y'all paid three dollars for a cup of pumpkin latte, right? We three. paid we paid five more than three dollars. Five dollars. Two ninety-nine at your local That's Walmart. Twelve servings. Have a white woman crazy. Her and her five kids. White woman. Give her kids coffee, right? The white woman who would give her kids coffee. Hey, whatever is whatever is there to drink is either water, Kool-Aid, or coffee. <laughs> yeah. Or or all mixed up together. Kool-Aid coffee shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, you gotta make sure it's not that Kool-Aid Aaron had to take his socks off to drink. Really <laughs> sister Kool-Aid. Really sister Kool-Aid. So you gotta check your toes after you're done drinking that. And I was at the age of nine when I weighed about 50 pounds. What are you eating, Aaron? Uh, what is that? That crispy Swiss and oh, the ham Swiss, sandwich. yeah, Swiss and ham sandwich. Dude, you that fucking cranberry turkey from Pete's for five dollars, man. Dude, you that was like that a full meal. You up all day. Yeah, that was Girl. a full meal. That was great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, so. Let's just get down to it. So would you guys recommend this beverage to a friend or somebody else, or would you rebuy it yourself? No. I, I go I go straight for the mocha from Pete's because that shit is slamming, way slamming more than the pumpkin spice. All right, so the the, the, the the regular menu still trumps the, the seasonal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Just give me my mocha. I'll take a latte. It wasn't bad. It's just the other drinks I think feel like are better. Then yeah. that, I'll take a cappuccino from there or cold brew. Just give me a plain Pete's cold brew is better, you know. I'll mm. be fine. Yeah, with that. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I don't feel like I, I wasted my money. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> don't feel like I wasted money. It was a good drink. Yeah. But well, okay. if I was trying to start a conversation piece with a beautiful white woman and I feel like she's giving me attention, I'd be like, hey, look, this Starbucks. Fall flavor blend is strong enough, is bold enough, and um, you just add a little bit of uh, pumpkin, pumpkin spice creamer to it. Um, she might go home with you. <laughs> hey, I, I want. Hey, I wonder if Newport's is gonna come out with uh, pumpkin spice flavored cigarettes for the season, huh? <laughs> nope. Don't uh, the white women demographic, right? For the white women demographic, white women smoke Newport cigarettes. Yeah. Nah, it's for yes, it's for niggas niggas named Willie that only love white women. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No pumpkin spice. It doesn't have to taste like flavor. If that's the case, Jesus, it doesn't have to taste like pumpkin spice. It just has to emit pumpkin spice smoke when you blow it out. Oh shit! So when Pedro's smoking on a Newport in a Starbucks parking lot, he can attract people. <laughs> it's kind of smell, right? It's it's like cat. Hey. It's like being at Disneyland. You know, you ever you guys ever been to Disneyland? When you walk mm. around, you smell. Have you noticed you smell cookies everywhere? Even mm. though you can't find a fucking shop that sells cookies nowhere near where you're at. So Disneyland pipes in the cookie smell all over. The, you know, makes you hungry, makes you want to eat the sweets. 
That's what Pedro's hoping to do with pumpkin spice with the Newport pumpkin spice cigarettes. Yeah, man. <laughs> so is that the reason why Magic Mountain smells like um, Michelob Light? <laughs> yeah, because all the teams just, you know, they smell like Michelob Light and Cisco. Yes. And it's the reason why, why Knott's Berry Farm smells like meth. <laughs> they do that so the workers stay and keep working there. Yeah. Man, there's mess somewhere around here. We go. Tell them we work. Tell them we work overtime today. Well, I would say, yeah, I would. I'll get this again. You know, if I'm trying to, like Pedro said, impress a beautiful wide woman, um, or you know, start a conversation with her, I'll recommend going over to Pete's and testing out one of those uh, lovely pumpkin spice lattes. It, it gives me nostalgia for a beautiful white woman with the knitted gloves, the Saskatchewan knitted fingerless gloves, and that lovely beanie. It just brings me back to a time that was simpler where I could just like beautiful white women and they could lock me back and abuse me. So shout out sponsorship. Let me ask you this question, Jared. You, you yeah. remember tasting Starbucks pumpkin spice last year? Yes, I do. All right. So if the Starbucks pumpkin spice was a white woman, how would she look like? Oh. And if the coffee pumpkin spice was a white woman, how would she look? <laughs> and what would she be working with? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Pretty much just described it. I think oh. he's just starved though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, if I was describing like the Pete's beautiful white woman, she would you know, maybe uh, she would dress very nice, but not over the top nice. She would dress, um, you know, saying casual enough to feel like she's not out of my league, but you can tell that she's wearing, you know what I'm saying, some nice stuff from like maybe a Fifth Avenue or some Kate Spade type shit, right? And she's got like or a coming nice- in with, Coming in with Lululemon. Some, yeah, some nice Lululemon. She's kind of high scale, high class. She's got that flavor, but she still she will got wear- flat she's got flat abs she's got she's got curves in the right places depending on what which, which angle you look at it from and she'll she'll have the beanie she she'll have the gloves oh she'll have the scent of angels she will smell like a cranberry mosaic blended with rose water and a spice <laughs> dash of cinnamon all right, all right, good. good. Now, what about Starbucks? Now, Starbucks, Starbucks that beautiful white woman will be a little bit lower class. You could tell her jewelry was from Claire's. You could also tell that she'd shopped mainly and exclusively at Forever 21 in the discount <laughs> section. <laughs> she, she might even, natural, she might she even have, she might, yeah, she probably got like a little, um, a BC booty and some tiggles from the hormones. Um, but she also she has a good ass, but not working out. She has a good looking ass. She got a good yeah, it's that it's that young ass. And then yeah. she she probably might have on some Ugg boots and maybe some CVS mittens and a beanie to match. She'll probably smell like uh, the uh, the discount bin at Bath and Body Works. All right. The synthetic but she still one, was, right? she will still smell beautiful. And she will still be beautiful because she is a beautiful white woman. All right. That's good. <laughs> I, I picture that right. Nice white. <laughs> yeah. See, see, well, see, Pete's, like the Pete's woman, she shops at boutiques. The Starbucks woman, she shops at the mall. 
What about the great value woman? <laughs> she just get any hand out she's here. She's already looking bad. She's fucking 25 going 60, dog. She's doing she, too much cocaine on the weekends. She, <laughs> that she's she's like, doing too much of that cocaine with fentanyl in it. You know, it's really bad. She's really fast. She probably has a tattoo on her neck that says Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> she has some. Let's get into some baseball, guys. Some baseball. So the ALCS and the NLCS are now set. It is the Braves versus Aaron and Pedro's hometown Dodgers. And it is the Houston Astros versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, two teams that have a history of whooping on the Oakland Athletics. So <laughs> my question is, thus far in the playoffs, um, has it been entertaining to you? And are you excited about these championship round matchups? I'll be honest. I wasn't happy the Yankees lost. I wanted like the the I want. I'm trying to get a Dodgers Yankees World Series, mm-hmm. just because uh, you know, just because you know, two big cities, mm-hmm. two big cities going at it. The big two big franchises in baseball going at it. But I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Man, either the Dodgers don't hold on to end of bargain in the '90s, and then the Yankees don't hold on to theirs now. Um, I'm excited for LA, man. Eight more wins. Eight more wins. Nine total. Nine total in LA gets two championships. So yeah. uh eight more wins. Eight more wins, man, for the Dodgers. I'm hoping it happened. Uh they got a hard opponent in Atlanta. As far as the Tampa Bay uh Tampa Bay Rays, I'm excited for Tampa Bay. I hope they can beat Houston, those cheaters. Um yeah. <laughs> I guess that's one reason why I did. I was a little dis. I had a little disappointment that the the Rays beat the Yankees because I feel like the Yankees have potentially a better lineup to counteract what Houston could do. Because I don't think either team has great pitching, yes. but they have more bats. And if those bats get hot, then they can match with the what Houston is able to put put together. And Houston seems like they're starting to get hot with their bats. But yeah, so I like the 16-team playoff. It was a little bit saturated, but the way they did it with the three-game series and then a five-game series, I kind of enjoyed it. And I was thinking, like, would you guys be down to see uh, an expanded playoffs where the first series is that three-game series like they had, where the home team, the, the, the higher seed gets a home series, three games to try and advance? Or would you guys rather it go back to the 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 five yeah, or six-team model? If they, if they do that, they have to shorten the season overall. Mm-hmm. You can't have the 160 games and then – 16 playoffs it's it's not gonna happen uh i mean they're gonna make it happen they're gonna try to make it happen but it's it's gonna really dilute a lot a lot of things now it ended up ended up kind of working out we're sorted out the better teams going you know moving on you know except for houston houston hasn't had a losing record yeah yes it's uh, said sort of yeah it made sense this year because without like last year uh they figured like at like the point of 60 games washington wasn't that good, but then they went on this run at the end. So it made sense for like trying to reward a team for getting better later on. Somewhat made sense. I think they should have just, you keep it less. You keep the mediocre out, man. You know, keep the mediocre out. Like I said, football, whenever, no matter what seed you are, whoever wins the Super Bowl, we never felt like, oh man, they just got lucky or nothing like that. It was just like, hey, they beat who's in front of them because they weren't mediocre to make the playoffs. If you start adding too many teams, you get mediocre stuff in the playoffs. You get, you get anything can happen. You get, I mean, it's not good. It's not, mm-hmm. especially a sport like baseball where you play a lot of games. So the better your team is, you should be rewarded some, mm-hmm. not by having to play just some hot team with a losing record. Okay. That's, that's one of the, that's one of the, I guess, leagues. You can do that 
Like, you know how everybody talks about reseating everybody? Well, I guess you can't because you got NL and AL. Mm-hmm. But it would yeah. be it would be beneficial for baseball. That way you like Aaron said, you don't get a hot garbage mm-hmm. team playing mm-hmm. a, you know, the top yeah. team. Yeah. Houston, is, Houston is hot right now, but they still like if you look at them as a complete team, they were. That's because they got they're trash games. They, yeah, they, 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 there was they, there was an adjustment period. There's a sixty game adjustment period to playing without the cheat code, and now they figured it out. Oh, we don't need the cheat code right now. No, is, no, they put they put a camera in one of them cardboard cutouts. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> One and one of the cardboard cutouts is holding the garbage can. I think <laughs> the one thing I hate is how the story changed. Like Houston now has become like victims. I was watching the MLB channel, all these different shows, MLB Tonight, MLB Central in the morning, and all mm. they talked about was, oh man, you just don't understand. They were there in the beginning of the year, they were just getting it from everybody. It isn't that making them victims. No, they cheated, man. That's why they got it. They're not victims of shit. They cheated. They won a World Series by cheating. They got caught. They got no penalty, and now all the the narrative is being pushed like like they've overcome something. We Isn't that like to- the most American thing you can do, though? <laughs> we don't do that to motherfuckers that go to jail. We don't say, "Oh yeah. man." Well, that's because oh, it's mainly you know people of color and poor folk. It's not, they, they life, they life is this, and they life, man. You yeah. know what, man? They had to overcome a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that motherfucker went in there and robbed that fucking liquor store, man. Yeah. I don't mind if you rehabilitate yourself in jail, which don't happen. But if you come out with a different person, grown and older, and you'd be like, "Okay, you know what? I'm gonna settle down, get a job, just do what I got to do to survive, and not go back." Jeff, trust me, I don't mind it, but I'm not calling that shit a success story. Just like the Houston Astros, they're not a fucking success story. They're a bunch of fucking cheaters. Yeah, and that nigga owe me five dollars. <laughs> I agree. Hey, um, my other my other issue though with baseball is like I'm tired of seeing baseball players celebrate a winning of a series as though they just won a championship when they still got at least two more series to go to before they can win the World Series. I'm like, stop celebrating like y'all just won a championship. I know it's a long season usually. I know y'all want to like celebrate because y'all just like party animals and filthy motherfuckers, but you don't need no goddamn champagne or Michelob or whatever else you're going to pop and spray on each other just because you want a one-game play-in or because you want the first series of the playoffs. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I'm going to be a little sympathetic to that because I saw when uh, back in 1988 when when Pedro graduated sixth grade elementary school, and how his family celebrated like he just graduated, got his PhD. <laughs> <laughs> because they knew, they knew it was a big accomplishment for what they are. No, but my thing is, my thing is the whole unwritten rules about baseball is like, act like you've been here before. You know That's what I'm saying? Once you win a series, <laughs> you, you win one like series. a five-year-olds on <laughs> Halloween. It's like, oh, I don't Halloween get it. Crazy. It's, it's the biggest, it's like one of the biggest things in sports that is like an oxymoron or just like it's a hypocritical it is. It is. that like all these motherfuckers pop bottles start jumping on each other, celebrating, spraying each other in the face like they won something. They do that just for making the playoffs. Yeah, they just for making the playoffs, they do that Remember shit. Remember the Dodgers oh, ran and hopped in the pool in Arizona when they, made, when they won to make the playoffs? And it's like, dude, dude you guys been to World Series before. Why are you celebrating that in the other team's pool? Act but, like you've been here before is an unwritten rule. It's it's weird. It's a weird thing. It's something that, 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 that vexes me about baseball in that, like, you'll throw a pitch at somebody for celebrating doing something great on the field that is impacting yeah. the game. But then, you know, you, you make it to the playoffs or you win one series in the playoffs and then you celebrate it as though you've won a championship and – it, it there there is some, something about the exchange rate in that is is off to me. So um, another thing. So Pal sent me a link um, from the MLB Dominica 
Um, but it was a list of the Dominican players that are still in the playoffs. And black people saying baseball is still very much alive. The Atlanta Braves have a very black roster. Um, and if you're counting all the Dominicans, the Houston Astros also have quite a black roster along with the Rays. Uh, the whitest team in baseball right now is the Dodgers. Yet they have a nigga named Mookie, so I'm going to give them equal weight for that. Okay? You got a nigga named Mookie? You know what? That counts as like six niggas on your squad. But um, – my question to you, Jesus, is growing up in Miami, baseball is a big sport. You you referenced that back in uh, how growing up it was like the, the the main sport. But in Miami, like were you guys like very tribal? Like Cubans only play with Cubans, uh, Dominicans only play with Dominicans, or was there was there that diversity where you guys actually like lived in the same neighborhoods enough to play against each other? Well, yeah, the games that are like done in the neighborhoods, yeah, they would do that, <laughs> but not the games in the park mm-hmm. or more formal. They yeah. wouldn't do that. In general, if they're doing formal shit, they're, it's going to be a mixed thing because they're going to pick the best players yeah. so they can win. But, you know, it is it is a big thing. Well, Aaron doesn't believe black people are saving baseball. Black players saving baseball. Man, it's like three black players in baseball. How the fuck they saving anything, dude? What are you talking about? You got the race. You, you don't consider Dominicans black? You don't consider Dominicans, consider Dominicans black? black. Always. I do. Dominicans, yeah. if they black and they Dominican, I, I, they black. I, all the all everybody that was born off that equator, black. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that was born to a family of uh sugarcane and, and tobacco farmers, black farmers in quotations. <laughs> Dominicans ain't black until they pick up a brick. <laughs> uh well so, so um Jesus, growing up in Miami, what were who usually was the best players? Was it the Dominicans? Was it the Puerto Ricans? It was mixed. We're all Latinos, so it doesn't really matter. It's whoever it is, it is. Oh. You got to understand, I grew up in a Latin community where we didn't see ourselves as Latino because we're the saturated neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We were the majority. So, mm-hmm. you know, we did have identity of tribalism within like, oh, we're Cuban, we're Nicaraguan. Mm-hmm. Were this, were that, but you know, each Latin group had their best players, you know. So, yeah, when the Latino schools will play against the African American schools in baseball, we would kill them. Mm-hmm. But when we played football against them, they would just get killed. So, the school that I went to, Miami Northwestern, the school that uh, Trina went to, Trick Daddy. I was there because it was an art program in there, and it was the art program to bring in non-black people into the school to try to mix up the the racial background of the school. Mm-hmm. But that school, they would get state championships like every fucking year. Mm-hmm. I mean, these motherfuckers were like, kill all the fucking, all the high school football teams around, you know? You know, Latinos definitely, were there, where they shined was in baseball, for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure, for sure. We would play with, sometimes we would play with fucking broomsticks and shit. And, you know, it was part of the cold. We didn't have baseball, we'll fucking put the broomstick. Hey, did you ever have a, a bald Negro named Tyrese come up to you and say this? Alien infidel. Get pasa, Jota. You know, you know how wrong that was. Yeah. That motherfucker was speaking Spanish. The name of Eli- he was he was speaking Spanish and naming a Cuban guy, Elian, in in Brazil, in Brazil. Uh, you know what? I'll give it, it to Jared. He did it by mistake. He said Jota. Jota means J in Spanish. 
You think, you think that motherfucking Tyrese knows Spanish? They think? <laughs> yeah, I did. I forgot he offended um, every Latino <laughs> race and every Russian race in both Fast and Furious movies. Tyrese yeah. should should start his own like a uh, like Rosetta Stone and be like, y'all want to <laughs> learn Russian? It says, smoke <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you upset a Latinos with this talk. <laughs> uh, no, no, we just. It's just that he did it in the movie, and it it just it, it pronounces itself a little louder when he does it. I might have to. Like quit Aaron my... said, he went. He went to three, four different groups. He offended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he offended a lot of people in those movies. He was like high level cooning that entire those, all those movies. I didn't realize how much cooning he was doing. Now, um. Fast and Furious was that eight that the mm-hmm. one where he did the Russian um, tried to read the Russian. It's um, also where he outran a, uh, a uh, submarine. He he outran oh. a, 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 a was it an anti air missile in a car? Yeah. <laughs> outran a missile in a car, <laughs> a missile that's designed to catch air air <laughs> jet planes going over seven hundred miles an hour. For this fucker outran in the car. He outran it in a car on ice. But- so he was sliding. So fast no traction. He found traction somehow on ice and outran a missile. Air to air missile. Now, for some reason, that movie was so entertaining. I sat up there in the driveway. Me and my old lady went to the drive drive in. I forgot what we seen first, but that that movie caught my attention so much. I I couldn't pull off. I couldn't drive away. Who was the director? Was it Michael Bay? It wasn't Michael Bay, right? Paige, Pedro was in that drive and talking about. Am I the only one aroused right now? Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. I was aroused the whole time. I just couldn't look away. <laughs> Who are we looking at for our World Series matchup, and who are you, or who are you looking at, and what do you think is going to be the World Series matchup and outcome? Let's just throw out a prediction. Let's go early, early prediction. I'm going Dodgers over Houston in the World Series. Oh, some payback. Payback, payback. I wanted a four-game sweep payback. Dodgers over Houston. It's going to go five, but I wanted it four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to say I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to say Dodgers over Tampa Bay in seven. Oh wow. Uh, Jesus, what about you, brother? Uh, Marlins are still in, right? No, no, they lost. They lost to the Braves recently. Oh, it was the Braves or it was uh, yes. you know. the Braves? Yeah. Nah, then definitely I would like to see Dodgers in Houston for sure. Um, I just think Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay that like they say they they kind of play old school baseball. And I think it'd be rough, you know, to try to eliminate them. I'm gonna go with the uh, Dodgers, Tampa Bay. Also, I'm hoping Tampa Bay can somehow beat. Houston, that will be easier said than done, but I would love to see Houston and uh, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay and uh, the Dodgers. But I honestly, honestly, deep down, my black people saying baseball mentality is that it's going to be Braves Houston in the World Series, sadly. And I, I don't want to bet against the Dodgers because I got my boy named Mookie. I'm, I'm torn, but uh, the amount of uh, is that his real name? Is that his real name? Aaron, is that his real name? You know, no way in hell Mookie's his real name, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> we could yeah, Wikipedia it real quick. Let me Wikipedia that. He must have had a rough upbringing if his name was Mookie. Man, I'm gonna say that right now. He seemed like a real down to earth kind of guy, though. Mookie. Well, you know what? He loved being in LA. Yeah, let's see. His name is Marcus. Uh, Marcus Lynn. 
Well, uh, let's get into one last thing, one last quick sports thing, and then we'll get to Cutty Corner shoutouts. Um, this week, Tom Brady was seen yelling at his teammates up and down the field on Thursday night football while playing against the Chicago Bears. The game ended with the Bears stopping Tom Brady on a potential game-winning drive where he forgot that it was fourth down. My question is, is Tom Brady being given a pass because he's Tom Brady or because he's Tom Brady? Tom Brady has been doing this his whole career. It was more pronounced because old boy's getting his behind kicked <laughs> by Khalil Mack. And he's like, I don't like that big Negro in my face. Keep that big Negro on, out of my face. And also put him in, a, in a, um, the offensive lineman, put him 15 yards, like getting that penalty. That kind of put him behind the eight ball because Tom Brady's also knew that, hey, look, you're going to go out here and start fighting with these defensive players and I can't throw it that far. He can't. Aaron, what do you think? What do you think about Tom Brady and his play so far? I think he had a senior moment <laughs> and forgot what down it was. He also, I think he's getting the harsh reality of, of what's life like when you're in Tampa Bay. Hey, Zeus might be able to answer the Tampa Bay a little more. I was, yeah, I want to know more about more Tampa Bay from Jay Zeus. <laughs> it's a little more looser than Boston. I can tell you about Tampa. Tampa is one of those cities, man. It's an old city. Has a lot of character. Definitely has a lot of character. You go to Tampa, it doesn't matter where the fuck you go. You're going to be like, okay, this is a, a pretty starchy city. You know what I mean? Like, people there are very fucking, I don't want to say serious, but they don't fuck around over there. It's it's definitely, you don't go over there and act like an asshole, in other words. Mm. You don't go over there and step on people's toes. Or they'll sick the alligator on you. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it, it, like it really doesn't matter the demographic of people over there. It's just Tampa's pretty big. It's like the Bay Area kind of shit, right? With Tampa, but if you go to Saint Petersburg, but I'm talking about like the city, city part of Tampa. Oh, okay. it's it's a very um, it's mixed, you know. But you still got segregated neighborhoods over there. But where do they keep the white women? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. In the Starbucks. That's where they keep them. Okay. <laughs> they keep them in the Starbucks. Yeah, like, I don't think there's no peach coffee in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Black people only drink Starbucks in Cali, all right? In, 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 in uh, fucking over there. Nah, nah, nah. It's the white women definitely ruling Starbucks over there. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who moved down there, and he, he kind of said that we, he liked it. He was... I think he was no, close to the Saint Saint Petersburg. It was in a, he yeah. Was that's in, where um, I went. I, this this past two months, I went to uh, Saint Petersburg, which is part of Tampa Bay. Those okay. motherfuckers never quarantined. Nobody's no. was wearing a mask. <laughs> you go in the stores, people weren't wearing masks there. You know what I mean? It, like I said, these are starchy ass people that doesn't. It, it takes a lot to scare them. You know what I mean? I that's thought that I'm was saying. all of Florida though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could probably say that, but <laughs> St. Pete's Tampa was way more extreme than Miami, for sure, for sure. Right. So, Jerry, you should have had this on the show uh, where I think Ron DeSantos was talking about um, having the Miami game to capacity. 
Yeah, yeah, I heard about this. The governor of Florida said that he he's opening it up for businesses to make the use use their own discretion instead of government or um, you know local governments can make their you know discretion of what they want to do. But he's leaving it open for them, and so it's interesting to to hear that. And I think it gets down to what your idea of maybe you know politics and leadership is, is that you expect that people are going to make the right decision. Um, I listened to Levitard show a little bit and David Sampson was on there, the former president of baseball operations for the Marlins. And he was talking about like the mentality is that he's leaving it open because they want to, you know, allow the local governments to make their decision instead of being like the, the hmm. big government making the decision. Well, for that's, well, the thing is with Florida, Florida doesn't have no industry. The largest industry Florida had was sugarcane. Mm-hmm. There is no big industry. California has tech. California has agriculture. They got even weed over here. Florida has no big industry. It's just tourism. Tourism, restaurants, yeah. Tourism, sports. entertainment. That's yeah. yeah that's it. Their biggest industry is weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So weed is still illegal altogether in Florida. Is there any medical? Well, it just recently became medical. Okay, that's what I thought. How how easy is it to get a medical card? Oh, it's hard. Yeah, it's still very hard. But like, I'm saying medical, and I'm not meaning like Cali medical. You gotta have some serious ass fucking conditions to get that fucking medical marijuana card. And you go to Miami Beach, people are offering you cocaine on the street, not weed. Yeah, weed is like that bougie ass drug. You gotta know your contacts, because you know, weed is a lot harder to get than fucking cocaine. You'll probably get some cocaine with bath salts and shit like that, you know. Oh. Yeah, back to Tom Brady. <laughs> Real quick. So um with the so we were doing projections of what we thought, you know, Tampa Bay would do with Tom Brady coming in as the new quarterback. Expectations were high for a lot of people. Um, I think we were a little more tempered in our expectations. But after no. the first after the first quarter of the of the season, from what you've seen, um, do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are on par with what we were saying earlier in the season. Or are they exceeding it or are they going to be further behind? I said nine and seven. I'm sticking to my nine and seven. No better than that. Pedro, what about you? Uh, I, I no. I said they'll they'll make it to eleven and five, I believe. Yeah, because they're going to have. I don't I don't know who else is on the schedule, but you can already you can already see it coming. Like turning around, even with the bad game, it's a short it was a short week. Yeah, uh, Brady started off hot. And you know, you just continue. He's gonna be pissed off. He's the kind of he's kind of a player that plays motivated. So yeah, he'll 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 keep a minute. All right. And then Jesus, Boca Raton, worth visiting or not worth visiting? <laughs> Let me put it like this. You know what Boca Raton means in Spanish? No. What does it mean? Uh, I don't. White. White. Is it? Is it Boca Raton? Fuck. I can't remember. What is it? means the mouth of the rat. Boca means mouth. Oh, that's it. Boca means rat. So Boca Raton is a, uh, it's a, it's a feminine rat, right? Boca? Not play mouth. <laughs> I guess. It's a feminine word. Okay. So, so Boca Raton. So it's, so based upon its translation uh, in name, yeah, you don't want to go there. Yeah, sure. The, the Airbnbs are cheap there and you're just 45 minutes away from Miami. <laughs> Fuck yeah, go. 45 minutes. Yeah. An hour close. 45 could, minutes if you're hauling ass. It's not that far. And you're allowed to speed on all highways out there, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. The speed limit, they say, the speed limit, they say it's 55, but motherfuckers are going 75. <laughs> With people on the hood. With people on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Only in they draws and some flip-flops. Only draws and flip-flops on the hood. <laughs> I got in an argument this week about, you know, Tom Brady and, and people giving Tom Brady a pass um, and being like, oh, his offensive line was terrible and all these other things are going wrong. That's why he's struggling. I'm like, yeah, you know, Tom Brady's earned a little bit of benefit of the doubt. But also, if, if he struggles and continues to only put up like 17 points a game and continues to only put up like, you know, be as mediocre getting the ball down the field as he has been, I feel like he might he might lose this team potentially and, and might turn into, you know, what I'm saying maybe a Joe Montana, Kansas City season two type deal. I don't see that. Ha- well, Kansas City had a winning record. <laughs> the first year or the second year? I think the, the first year. The first year that they, they did well. The second year. 13 and 3 or 12 and 4. I don't remember what the second year was. Yeah. I actually don't remember. They didn't make the playoffs the second year, right? No, I don't, I don't think, think they did. I think they yeah. went downhill after that. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, you can see Tom Brady. It, you can see in New England, New England yeah. that that's why they praise Cam Newton. Look at how everybody is in love with Cam Newton because they was tired of Tom Brady, Tom Brady's antics, thinking he's better than everybody. Yeah. Kissing well, I- your kids in the mouth. <laughs> regular sex and regular kissing your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. regular kissing your kids <laughs> on the forehead, sucker. Cutty Corner shout-outs, Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs is our... A uh, segment we end the show with where everyone gets the floor to rant, complain, or highlight something that's positive. They want to make sure they shed light on. But Cutty Corner shoutouts is derived off some Cutty weed we got from a good friend of Adarius back in the day. Uh, Adarius, Adarius, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Cutty? Fuck you. These are slaves. They're all slaves. <laughs> Cutty Corner shoutouts, Cutty. Corner shout outs. It's, it's, it's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken people now. I just said I need a back yada, back yada, back yada. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do. My Cutty Corner shout out is for people who take sports too seriously. So you look, I like sports. I'm a sports fan, right? I watch it every day. And I, like I said before, my Cutty Corner shout out before was people who make people feel bad for liking sports. But now I'm going to flip the other side of the coin. Sometimes I see why, right? People who take the shit too seriously. For me, sports is entertainment. Some people like listening to music all day. Some people like reading books. Some people like doing different things. Some people like being on the internet. I like watching sports. I like following this, the little side stories. I read sports books. I read other books too, but I also read sports books. Usually I try to read one baseball book a year and try to get me either a basketball book in or something, right? So I like sports, but at the same time, there's a group of people that just take the shit too serious. They want their team to win. They, it's one thing to feel bad when your team don't win but not to fall into some depression that lasts weeks and all that. But this is mainly pointed toward the people who have sent out death threats to Danny Green and his fiance for him missing that three-pointer, right? And this is, my, you know, this is my problem. You're taking sports too serious. You don't send him a death threat for missing a shot. You miss shots in basketball. Now, if you want to get on Twitter and curse him out for missing all those other shots he missed, which was a lot of them, I understand. I mean, you should use the death threat for expecting him to make that damn shot. 
that motherfucker only made like three shots all series. When he shot it, I was like, okay, get everybody ready for the rebound because we can get the ball closer to the basket now, right? We got the ball in perfect position. Everyone he, I, was the so ball. Happy, <laughs> I was so happy that he shot it early that he didn't wait till the shot clock got to zero because I was like, now we in good position. They defense is scrambled. I'm more mad that my Keith Morris made a stupid-ass pass. His shot was exactly where I thought it was. The shot was what we thought it could be. So if you sit in Danny Green, that's, that's missing shots. That's your problem. That's like people sitting there expecting Trump, expecting Trump to uh to keep Roe versus Wade going. You know, it's like, come on now, right? Like, oh man, like Trump gonna have a civilized debate with Biden, dude. That's your fault if you thinking that. He did exactly what I thought he was gonna do, right? Danny Green did exactly what he thought we were gonna do. Brick that shot, and then people gonna send him and his fiance death threats. Just get a life, man. Too many trolls on the internet. Get a life. Do not threaten someone for missing a shot. If you would have threatened him for every shot he missed, you wouldn't have thumbs right now. There would be nothing but bones. You wouldn't have skin on your thumb because you would have had to threaten them all year for all the missed shots. It was a lot of them, God damn it. That's your boy. No, no. Danny Green. I'm happy. Start, I'll, take him over. I'll take him over Kyle Kuzma any day. Kuzma's Kyle like Kuzma player. is the dumbest player I've ever seen on the court. Yeah, he, is, he, is, he is silly, but you know what else he can do? Make a layup. <laughs> He was breaking shots. He was breaking a lot of shit on all those games too. Well, he wasn't they playing took, no they, they out the coach him out of the league. I know the oh, answer. I know, I know how to answer all this. I know how to answer all this. They need to put in Quinn Cook. I, I'll take him over Cal <laughs> Kuzman by the ignorance player I've ever seen. No, and when he got in, he wasn't making shots. He missed three threes. The reason why they brought he brought him back that game that they was down. Everybody played good one game, even Danny Green. Man, everyone's gay once in a while. Yeah, that motherfucker, man. you talk about shit when they had no expectation. There was a bunch of losing ass teams. <sighs> yeah, but you, you always, always do. You always try to develop the. You, you would suck Kyle Kuzma's so- dick if he asked you to. I'm, not, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm like, like a Darius. I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, Jared ran Darius off the podcast. Wait a minute. I didn't run a Dar- Darius. has been here the whole time. Darius, man. Darius. Darius, what you think about that? Fuck you. Ah. Darius, come on, man. Come on, man. It's okay. Don't, don't You ain't got to be like that. Hey, what you think about T.O.? T.O. is black. Fuck. All right. Uh, Pietro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? My first Cutty Cutter shout out goes to diabetes. The hell with you. The hell with your DNA strand. Go somewhere. We would like to have some sugar in our life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But well, my main cutty corner shout out goes to Instagram models, especially <laughs> the big one, thick ones. I look, I love looking at women. I go to Walmart to look at beautiful white women in clothes <laughs> that don't fit. I go to Target to look at beautiful, um, exotic woman in nice clothes, in nice shapes. I love the shape of women. I follow big women, me and Box Kev, I like, like looking at big women. But I'll be damned. I'm on Instagram, and all you, all you females on Instagram putting on the same makeup, the same clothes, making the same pose. I don't know who you're trying to impress. And don't get mad. Ladies, do not get mad when you got these thirsty-ass niggas in your DMs with dick pics and, hey, what you doing later? 
they got the nerve to complain about it after you out on Instagram showing your camel toe. What do you think is going to happen? Jesus, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? These fucking debates. <laughs> um, it's sickening to see the fucking media and these uh, organizations that organize these fucking debates. We need a bare knuckle cage fight between all four, and I can respect that more than the fucking fiasco of these fucking debates. We should be ashamed as Americans that we're fucking forced to watch this fucking bullshit. It would be more fucking American to watch a fucking cage match, bare knuckle, with no ref. With, the lid has to be a cage too. And the four of them go at it. I could respect that more. <laughs> like WWE, hell in, hell in a cell? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, fuck them bullshit. Fuck your media. <laughs> Trying to fucking present this shit like it's legitimate or whatever the fuck in these fucking organizations with debates that organize these debates. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Fuck you. We need a fucking cage match, bare knuckle fight. And I can respect that more. That's my feelings. Thank you for listening. Can we get, can we get somebody in a fly costume in the debate? My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Billy Bean and his bitch made ass. Billy Bean, you a punk bitch. Billy Bean, shout out sponsorship. But Billy Bean, you ain't shit. You ain't been shit. Ain't never going to be shit. You flamed out as a ball player in your real career. And then you became a GM and you was like, I'm going to do this money ball thing. And then people decided to say, hey, you look kind of handsome. Let's have Brad Pitt play you in a movie. And then it really went to your head and blew up because you were able to take mediocre baseball teams with a mediocre budget and make people feel like that was a team that was really competing for something real. Which it wasn't. And I went through a phase where I really thought we had a chance. But if you look at it, and I was talking to Aaron earlier this week, if you look at it, you look at the players the A's always had. Who do they have? They had a bunch of middle-tier-ass players that they made us. Just like Jerry Jones is good at making, selling you the idea that Cowboys are always going to be good, Billy Bean sold a poor, decrepit baseball fan base that's very loyal, all right, the Oakland fan base, that they had a team that could really compete with some mediocre-ass talent. You look at any of the A's players in the last 20, 20 years, you tell me which of those players is a Hall of Fame-worthy player. Maybe a Hall of Fame-worthy season here and there, but which of those players is definitely going to go to the Hall of Fame? I asked Aaron, and we really thought about it, and we could barely think of anybody who was really even a Hall of Fame player, even their MVPs, right? Yeah. And so Zero. it's frustrating to hear Billy Bean come out last week as the A's were in their playoff series against the Houston Astros and come out and say, we don't need to do the little things. It's not small ball that's going to win us World Series championships. We just need to hit home runs. Home runs is what's going to win us games. Well, guess what, Billy Bean? You hit a lot of home runs in this series against the Houston Astros. Guess what, Billy Bean? You still fucking lost. You got beat bad. Want to know why? Because, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Houston Astros might have a couple Hall of Fame level talent if they weren't caught for cheating. A couple Hall of Fame level talents, top tier level talents who can also hit home runs. And you know what happens when you have players who have certain level of talent that hit home runs against your mediocre level talent players who also you hope hit home runs? you're more than likely, almost certainly always going to lose because the talent's going to play out. The guys who are known and expected to hit those home runs, the guys who were drafted and brought up as top prospects to hit home runs are probably going to end up hitting more home runs than the guys that you found off the scrap heap for somebody else's team because you looked at their uh, uh, their sabermetrics to be like, hey, man, he could give me 25 home runs this year. Those guys are hitting 40, okay? Billy Bean, 
I'm tired of your bullshit. You're a snake oil salesman. You're worse than Sasha Baron Cohen and Sweeney Todd talking about your hair elixir is going to do something. Use a con man. Use a con man. And you've been a con man ever since. And I'm tired of your bullshit. And now you're getting more and more bold coming out here talking some real shit like we just need home runs. You did a home run thing and you still lost. So what's next? What's the next excuse, Billy Bean? Get some real fucking talent on your team. And then when you get that real fucking talent, pay the real fucking talent. Keep the real ta fucking talent. Or go out and sign some real fucking talent. And then I'll, I'll trust you to say, you know what? We went out and got some real fucking talent. All we need to do is hit home runs. And then I'll be like, you know what? We got real fucking talent. If they can't hit the home runs, they need to home, hit the home runs. I'll, I'll, you know what? They let us down. Not you. Not you, Billy Bean. But you let us down. Because you sold us on an idea of something that isn't real. You almost bad as Trump to me. You sold a lot of people on an idea that ain't real. And then you're going to sit here and, and, and act as though your shit don't stink when your shit really do smell like boo-boo-hoo. So, Billy Bean, eat a dick. You a liar. The home runs didn't work. Your team needs to be revamped and reestablished with some real motherfucking talent. Shout out to Black People Saving Baseball sponsorship. That is our show, my friends. That is our show. Um, thank you, J Jesus, for coming on, man. I know that you were, weren't sure you'd be able to stay for the majority of the show, but you ended up riding with us, and I appreciate you for coming on, man. But uh, any final words you'd like to say to your fans out there? Hey, man, we need a cage match between four <laughs> knuckleheads, man. Make America great again with this cage match. <laughs> exactly. Aaron, you got any final words? Uh, yeah, Mina Harris. Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking at you, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, you sli boy. Slide in my DMs and one air grace in the third. Hey, why her husband looked like Trevor from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the one who died while proposing to to the to the older sister? Aaron, what would you let Kamala Harris's niece say? All right, you can't have sex with me if you let my husband watch. Would you Would you be okay with that? Look like he already do that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. He already do that. He, he, look, he look like he allowed that in. <laughs> that before. My, only question is, do you, my only question is, do you want a chair or stool, right? <laughs> <laughs> do, you need, do you need water? Do you need water? I mean, what, let me make sure you're comfortable before we get started. Aaron will go out and buy dinner for everybody. Be like, hey, man, I'm going to make sure y'all comfortable. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> We'll do that, and then I'll take him out for a beer after. Like, hey, you, need a, you need a beer. We both need a beer after this. <laughs> My treat. Open bar, man. Open bar. Hey, this, I think this Aaron is fucking serious about that. <laughs> Top shelf. Oh, and a cigarette. Yeah. Aaron ain't never Aaron ain't never discriminated against a cuckold. Never, never discriminated against one. They all, you know what? I got a lot of respect for cuckolds out there. A lot of respect, and and I will have a lot toward him too. I'll be I'll be like his bodyguard. Don't try to fight him at the bar afterwards. I'm I'm taking punch. You're sticking your neck out, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm having all the fun. You you deal with her when she's at her worst. Uh, at her worst, I'm dealing with her at her best. So of course, I'm gonna watch you back. <laughs> <laughs> Same time next week. Pedro, any final words? Hey, I just want a sponsorship for uh, great value, something spice cappuccino. <laughs> I feel like you made the show today, and I feel like this is a door, it's an avenue to bring us 
to lower class white women. Oh shit. You know, we can cross roads to somewhere we can meet. Damn. Pedro, that, that's gonna last you a while because Pedro only gonna pour half of it in each cup. Hey, hey you know, better ration it out. You don't know how Pe many we're gonna meet. Pe Pedro wants to hook up with you and make him feel more clap. <laughs> like, fuck. That, that's, I'm sorry. That, that's, just, that's just the truck driver in me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Well, that is our show to all our fans out there and to all the beautiful wide women out there. Um, you know, please keep coming back. And uh, Pedro is always here with open arms for you. All of you out there listening to us, keep rocking with us and uh, check out our uh, Patreon. We're going to start adding content on there. At, by the end of this month, we have a couple things already cut up and ready to go on there. But we're going to start doing our Patreon page and keep an eye out for that. We'll post it. But aside from that, we will leave you with this. Fuck you, Darius. Fuck. Fuck you. Ah. Fuck. Kiss me, please. <laughs> please kiss me. I won't tell Pal. Fuck Pal. Fuck. P.O. is black. Black. He's a black. He's a black. <laughs> Fuck him, too. He's You take them to Lululemon and you get them to that hey, Mac counter. You take them oh, to Mac oh. on 4th Street, they're going to look a little better once they get made up. Hey, hey, hey. Aaron, remember that white girl with that fucking big ass ass with those white Lululemon pants? Lululemon pants? Man don't remember. Oh, I'm man. Like I'm like this. If I was to get Alzheimer's, I'll go ahead and shoot myself in the head if I lose that memory. She was so fine. Hey, Jesus, did I tell you this? She was so fine. I, I was picking up Sam after I dropped you off that day, right? Mm -hmm. And I needed someone to believe how fine she was. Yeah. So I took Sam over to Little Lemon and see Because I needed proof. I was like, no one's going to believe if it's just me and Jesus. We're always over there. No one's going to believe. No one's going to believe a couple oh, of old men. Oh, man. She was great, man. My, yeah, my, my question is, Aaron, what she if you got, if you got what, am. you still wouldn't forget that ass? If I had Alzheimer's? You said all timers at first. <laughs> all time. All, 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 all time. She's an all, all timer. Time. All timer ain't gonna make me forget all that time. ass. Exactly. <laughs> I picked up Sam to go over. No, she was a brunette, hey, so she was straight brunette. Me and Sam I was looking at all ass. ass. I was just looking at ass, man. Yeah. man <laughs> so okay, so I wanna ask, I wanna ask you and Jesus, why in the hell did y'all didn't bring her a pumpkin spice pumpkin spice latte and try to holler at her? Because we're not of the belief that pumpkin spice is the is the is a crack cocaine for every white girl. That's a key to a beautiful I'll white be, woman's heart. I'll be, dear, I'll be dear if it ain't. We don't hang out in those same circles. There's different, just like just like there's different circles in like Latin or Cuban, right? We don't hang out in those circles with those white women. Those that are Fourth Street, spice. bro. We're on Fourth Street, man. You gotta. Yeah. Eat, Jared doesn't even know about Fourth Street over there, does he? Exactly. One time I was over there, I got pulled over by the police while walking. No, didn't they call exactly. the cops on you? They got harassed at the Apple store. Fucking Apple store, dude. And you keep going back. Well, 
12 Apple products in my hand and those motherfuckers pull me over talking about was I casing the joint. See, see, I'm I'm kind of the same way when it comes to dating white women. They mistreat me, they use me, they beat me. And I keep coming back. Fourth Street is Aaron's white woman. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a question. I got a question. What white women are you dating that's treating you like this, Jerry? You got some ghetto ass white women. They must have grew up in the oh, hood. Most brothers go work out Ross. She work out yeah. Ross. Exactly. He get his he get his white women from Ross, dude. Ain't no fortune. I bought him jewelry from Ross. Most brothers go after white women so they can clean up their credit, get a couple of PlayStation games. I got him that nine two five necklace from Ross. Get driven around, See, Jerry. You fuck with the wrong white women. No wonder, dude. What the hell? I'm mistreating you, I know, right? Jerry has that exotic look with white trash. They must, yeah, they must think you something else, then, Jerry. They must be like, hey, man, he's just a real dark Hawaiian. We could treat him like shit. And they know pineapple. Get your pineapple ass up. That's what they probably yelling at you. They choking you. They on top of you, choking you. And without you asking, shut up, pineapple. <laughs>